This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. Matt, the OTAs are uh, underway over at the uh, UPMC Rooney Sports yeah. Complex. Uh, we've got to talk to uh, Cam Hayward yesterday, a couple of other guys today. Uh, pretty good uh, pretty number. Good turnout of, and pretty good turnout. Environment and all that good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. And there was some question as to how that would all uh, play out, uh, given everything that's happening with the CBA and then the union saying, hey, we you know, we want some concessions here. Yeah, but, right, right, right. Um, you know, we're worried about COVID and things of that nature. And, Are they and, really worried about COVID, though? Well, yeah. yeah. It might be a likely excuse type of thing. Yeah. But, you know. Uh, and that's one of the things, uh, again, had the opportunity to talk to Cam Hayward. He's the Steelers NFL uh, PA rep. Uh, talked to him on Tuesday. Did he take that over from Ramon? Yes. I should know yeah. that, but okay, I assume. Yeah. Okay. And so, you know, he was at the forefront of uh, kind of – negotiating the way things went here for the Steelers get you know whether or not they would be on the field if you remember about a sure. month ago there was they put out a statement that the Steelers wouldn't be participating well that that was obviously <laughs> not the case right? that was obviously right. smoothed out mm-hmm. um, and so uh, had a talk, chance to talk to Cam Hayward about that on Tuesday here's what Cam had to say hey, can, can you hear me can you hear me yeah yeah I can hear you <clears throat> Yeah, um, you know, I guess last month you guys put out a statement that the Steelers weren't going to participate. And now, you know, that's obviously changed. What do you mean that? Uh, you know, a uh, multitude of things. Uh, you know, I, I don't think it was ever, uh, you know, I think when we first came out with the statement, um, if we had stayed under the old rules and, um, you know, not having that cooperation with both the organization and the players, uh, we couldn't have got it done. But um, a month later, uh, we were able to, you know, iron out some things uh, and put both the players at uh, player sanity at a, you know, at, lo- at a low. And, you know, um, players were still given the opportunity to understand that it was mandatory. I mean, and, you know, I mean, not mandatory, but uh, not it was voluntary, voluntary. But, uh, you know, uh, this is an ever growing process. You know, I, I don't think you ever just, you know, play it feet down and say we're not going to do this you know we were able to work through stuff um and i appreciate everybody for working with us yeah lolly dk yeah cam i was just wondering if if you got any concessions or if you talked to anybody with the steelers to get any concessions or, or anything like that, that uh about what you guys would or would not be asked to do yeah you know i think it, it, we had our leadership uh council um talk to our our, our higher ups and you know, Coach T, Mr. Rooney, um, Kevin Colbert. And we just talked about, you know, whether it was the safety of, you know, trying to have guys um, who are flying across country um, get two negatives to even start the process. That was one thing that <clears throat> was completely abolished, um, especially when not everybody's vaccinated. Um, you know, we understood that um, things have changed. And, you know, now we're playing a 17th game. 17th game and our main thing was let's not beat our bodies up let's approach this the right way where we have um a ramp up period in that guys are learning and guys are taking advantage of this time um and i wanted to make sure um we never ostracized the guys that went in um we had a lot of guys 
that loved being in. And, you know, we had to show this front that we didn't want to, you know, jeopardize that. Um, and I think we did a great job of just being open and honest with, um, you know, everybody and making sure we didn't have a lot of contact. Um, you know, right now, I don't think contact's that big. You know, minicamp's a different thing, but OTAs, I think it's a big time for learning. Um, and a lot of young guys tend to improve in this time, whether it's first year or second year guys. So this time is really about getting those guys up to speed and, you know, teaching these guys. Um, Coach T's main thing was, I want to see guys how, how well they're conditioned. Um, and doing that, uh, we've been able to run, we've been able to coach, listen, learn. And when you have that, those right ingredients now, I think it's going to benefit us. <clears throat> Richie Walsh, KDK. <clears throat> Kim, I know it's a fine line here, but were you happy with the participation? And is this like the first time it maybe feels normal out there for you guys? Yeah, I'm happy with participation. You know, happy whoever shows up. You know, it doesn't really matter who shows up. Um, you know, if, if we're going to be here, um, we're going to take advantage of this time. Um, and, you know, it's going to change constantly. You know, I, I think uh, I said it before, you just can't plant your feet and say, this is just going to happen this way. Um, we, we learned from last year that you had to be very, um, you had to be able to adapt to different situations, but, um, you know, we'll keep going, you know, it, guys are going to come in and out and, um, this is a voluntary period. I don't think we've ever judged guys off of attending a voluntary period. So, you know, when we get to mini camp, I think we'll have full hundred percent participation, but I don't really worry about that. <clears throat> Prior ESPN. Yeah, Kim, kind of along those lines, it seemed like there were some position groups that had a fewer number of guys than others. Are those position groups, especially if, you know, they're on the offensive side and they're learning new concepts with the new offense, are they at a disadvantage for not being here? Or are those some of the guys that you would anticipate to kind of come in and out throughout this? You know, if they weren't here, it doesn't really matter. I think we, we've, you know, had guys in before this time. So, you know, we just haven't been able to really publicize it but you know guys have been coming in and you know wherever they're working they're getting great good work we never have to worry about that with our guys we've uh you know i think our level of communication has improved during the pandemic where you know you don't just depend on a facility to provide everything you need and that's huge for us now um i can tell you shoot, last year i didn't know how to set up a workout by myself but you know you get really good at it and you get used to a uh um, a familiarity to it, you know, you're able to do it by yourself. And guys are, you know, working out together, working on things, whether it's, you know, O-linemen, wide receivers, tight ends, quarterbacks, um, organizing things. Um, and I think we're having that communication outside the building is going to be huge for us down the road. Mark Cavalli, the athletic. Hey, Cam, uh, change gears a little bit. I know last week you were pretty vocal defending your quarterback then. Um, why did you feel the need? I'm assuming you heard all the offseason chatter about him and uh, how people don't think he's going to be any good this year. Why did you feel the need to come to his defense and how do you look out there today? Man, I, I think we just, we're just blowing it out of proportion. Dude went 11-0 and to start the season. How many other quarterbacks did that? And, you know, I think we, we, we can sit up here and talk about, you know, we lost the game last year. Um, you know, we lost to the Cleveland Browns. Okay, so be it. We fell off at the end. We've still made the playoffs. But I'm not here to, you know, say my quarterback's not able to do it. I've seen this guy win Super Bowls on TV. I've seen him day in and day out compete. 
And, you know, you just get frustrated because, you know, I know Ben puts in work and I know how much he cares about this team. Um, if he didn't want to do it and he didn't, you know, if he, if he was just here for the money, that's one thing. And I don't think we would ever have to worry about that. But when he steps in this building, he's 100% dedicated to this. So when I hear the bad mouthing about him being, you know, um, a not great quarterbacks and then everybody's ready to elevate other, other quarterbacks, I'm like, what have they done? You know, this guy is a, a proven winner, but yet we're ready to discount him. All I was saying was, you know, I think having a greater balance is going to make him that more dangerous. You know, you, you bring in guys, and I know our offensive line is in flux, but, you know, they're going to be better because they're learning a different system. Um, we bring in another running back. We bring in, you know, our receivers are a year older. Um, bring in another tight end. All these different things I think can help Ben. And, you know, I'm excited for him. You know, as a defense, when the offense can stay on the field, that lets us know that we're okay. <laughs> when the offense isn't on the field and we're on the field, that means we got we to gotta kick butt. But when the offense is on the field, we can totally get after it. Jerry Dulac, Post Gazette. Uh, hello, Cam. Uh, was it important What's up? for uh, I'm well, was it important for you and Ben to be here on the first day? And what was the message, if any, that you delivered to your veteran players about OTAs and, and attending? I don't know if it's, you know, I don't put a lot of stock into this. I think, you know, we can benefit from it. But if a guy's not here and, and you know, chooses to go elsewhere, that's not a big deal to me. Um, you know, guys that aren't here are usually veterans who have been in the system but you know for me and ben it's like we like tried to um we try to cultivate relationships right now we try to learn different guys or new, new positions um and that just comes with time you know i think um there can, there's growth that can happen um for a younger guy to you know talking to older guys and the younger guys like to emulate older guys during this time but you know um Going forward, I, I, I tell my guys, you know, this is voluntary. I'm not really, you know, I know everybody's working, which puts me at an ease, but I'm not going to put all my eggs in a basket for, you know, a voluntary period. This is the time to learn and, you know, the virtual meetings are what, and then you have your field work. But every guy in this, this building and outside this building, I know is putting their, their best foot forward. You know, the conversations I have, um, you know, guys can get good work, good work wherever they go. It's just about where they feel like they need to be. Alan Saunders, Pittsburgh Sports Now. You mentioned it a little bit earlier, but how, how much did the, the 17th game, how much does that kind of change uh, the, the math for you about how and how much and how often you want to exert yourself and, and go through contact in the off season. And I, I think it was just an overdue thing that needed to be changed. Um, and when you talk about our off seasons uh, work, you know, 17th games is, you know, it's funny. We get a second 17th game and they say they shorten our preseason, but then we have the hall of fame game. So uh, it's not really like we're shortening anything for us. You know, we just gain an extra game, but um, you know, we, we just have to be smart, um, you know, whether it's reps now and, you know, during team game, you just want to, you know, it's a war of attrition already. Let, let's add a little bit more bang to it. So, you know, those hits on the body, well, I was talking to a coach out there, you know, usually this first day, there's already a separated shoulder or, you know, a torn hamstring, but um, that's always been the nature of the game. But that doesn't prevent you from growing. And 
adapt in this game to make sure everybody stays healthy and is ready for week one. Jeff Hawthorne, 93.7. Hey, Cam, you mentioned the message or that you wanted to cultivate relationships. There are a lot of new players here, obviously a lot of rookies. What's your message to them about your expectations? You know, I don't, I don't know how much expectations you go into this time. I think you really start to narrow it down when you get to, you know, training camp. But um, I think mini camp, you see what guys look like going from full speed. But training camp, you say, you know, what can this guy do for this team now? Um, and, you know, I don't like the – there's so much time that can be put into this that if you, if you rush it and think, oh, I got to be the perfect player right now, you're not really going to um, learn too much. And I think learning is the main thing for young guys. Um, I was not fortunate enough to have a, 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 a mini camp in, um, you know, the OTAs my first year because we were the lockout. And, you know, my th main thing was wherever I went, I was, you know, be a sponge, be open to learning. Um, you know, you're in a different situation. Where you've only, where you might have only played 13 games in a season, now you're going to play 17 in the regular season, um, and then four preseason games on top of that. Um, it's a, it's a war of attrition. So understand how guys prepare their bodies, their minds, um, and just get used to being in the flow of NFL football. It's a, it's a different space, and you just got to be willing to learn. Tim Benz, true. Cam, a couple of questions ago, you mentioned that sort of complimentary football angle of how the offense could help the defense. Um, Mike talks about that a lot, too, as it relates to pass rush and coverage. You lost Bud, you lost Nelson, you lost Hilton. Um, can you talk about a little bit how that complimentary football sort of aspect is a challenge this year with some of those guys gone from your defense and the options you have to replace those guys? Yeah, you know, it's always a challenge. You lose guys, great guys every year. You know, that's the nature of the game. Everybody in this league should be paid, you know, the highest amount. That's what I think, because the amount of work you put in should benefit you, what you put on the field. Um, but this creates an opportunity for guys to step in. Um, Alex Highsmith is a guy I look at, you know, his second year. He really got to play his first year, and this is the second year where we look for him to blossom. You know, a guy like Cam Sutton, who's always been our utility guy, be able to put the nickel, the slot, you know, the dime. Well, now let's see if he can play a you know, full-time corner outside. Um, you look at a guy like James Pierre stepping in. Um, you know, these are guys that were, you know, depth pieces last year that now we get to elevate to the next step. But now our depth gets questioned. But, you know, this is an opportunity for those guys to step up. Um, you know, and I think the coaches are going to understand that. I think um, we find good depth uh, by, by using this time out here and, you know, getting ready for mini camps and, you know, training camp. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, worry about it, but I'm excited about it. You know, this is the chance for new guys to step up. Will Graves, Associated Press. Cam, just one more thing about the, the participation stuff. For the guys that aren't there, was it your understanding that it, it had nothing to do with any of the protocol stuff and it was just like, hey, man, I'm just going to kind of do my thing and I'll be there at minicamp? Was that the vibe that you got from those, those guys? It's just I, I think guys have, have gotten accustomed to, you know, training elsewhere. You know, everybody's got great routines now, and the pandemic has created that. Um, you know, now more than ever, players are having that, uh, that freedom to really choose. We're the only league that has this type of, you know, participation in an off-season program. 
You know, most guys, you look at basketball. Basketball, you're playing pickup and you're doing your own drills elsewhere. Um, you know, and, you know, I think you can learn so much here, but it doesn't hurt to learn something from somebody new. Um, you know, they're, they're great coaches. And I love our guys because they understand what's going to get you better. They're not just going to go with, you know, the, the newest and freshest thing out there, the guy who's, you know, just trying to get his name out there that might just get you hurt. These guys are, you know, um, investing in themselves. You know, James Harrison, look at that guy. That guy would always travel across country to Arizona to go train. You know, that, that was his regiment. He understood it. And he applied it to, you know, steal a football. You know, I think guys are more accustomed to doing that now. IDD King Cabala, NFL Network. Hey, Cam. Um, hey. How are you doing? I, I'm um, good. How are you? Awesome. Thank you. I, um, when you look at, Richie kind of asked this earlier. Even though you said this is really not contact, it's just about learning or conditioning, what is the value of actually being with each other as opposed to being entirely virtually like you were a year ago? What's specifically different and can you sense it? And does it make a difference to well, you? Like, was it fun getting in the car? Well, like, I'll be honest with you, virtual blows. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's not anything like, you know, like, uh, like I, I would love to see you guys in person, but you know, I think um, when you look at like just installing stuff and learning, you really don't get to know someone knows like or grasps like what's really going on. You know, when you have that 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 in in meeting time and you're able to just you know rap with your coach and just coach, I don't really understand. It. Let's go over that one more time. You can't really you can't really go through that in a virtual setting. Um, and this, this is just, uh, we're not at normal, we're getting the normal, but, uh, this is just something we're going through. Um, you know, it's one thing to just get in your car and listen to a virtual meeting. It's another thing to be in the meeting and be present. And I think that goes a long way. And I think, um, multiple teams are going through it. You know, it's, it's just something we're adapting to this year. Brian Batco, Post-Gazette. Yeah, Cam, I guess kind of building on that, uh, re relating to that, I saw that you did a, a vaccine PSA not too long ago. I know it's kind of a mm -hmm. sensitive around the NFL. Obviously, it's a personal choice, but the league's incentivizing it, uh, especially with those in-person meeting restrictions being lifted. I mean, as a team captain and the, the PA rep, I mean, how are you handling that vaccination discussion with your teammates if and when it comes up? You know, I, I think everybody has to make that decision personally. Um, I, 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 I can vouch for it and say I got the vaccine because, you know, my family, um, you know, with my current situation, I have bad asthma. Um, I have bad allergies. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, I was always in the hospital to begin with. So uh, I, I just thought to myself, um, I don't want to give another reason why. Um, but that's everybody's political, uh, you know, not political belief, but, you know, belief towards it. Um, you know, everybody's had different situations. My grandpa passed away before, you know, during the pandemic. Um, and he was just scared to even go to the hospital. So, you know, you know, everybody's got their own story um, and I can't think for them. All I can do is provide them the information and let them make a, you know, a, a choice of their own. Um, and I think guys have been doing that. You know, some guys have gotten COVID and are wondering, do I get the, the shot now? Um, and so they need to understand that and understand uh, why and when they should be getting the, the shot. All right, I'm 
gonna get to the last two and then we'll let you go right for the follow up post gazette. Hey, Cam. Uh, is the union and for the Steelers specifically, are you comfortable with the injury protection for players who do choose to train outside of the facility? Was that part of it negotiated on on your part? Uh, it wasn't really negotiated. Um, you know, I, I do know there's been a history with the Steelers. If a guy's gotten hurt, they've tried to honor it for the most part. Um, it, it just, it, it's beyond me that we're training outside the facility for our jobs can't get covered for, you know, um, you know, injuries. Um, you know, I think that's one thing that needs to be addressed soon because I think um, at the end of the day, we're all just working towards one goal and you shouldn't be penalized if you're out anywhere, just trying to work on your game. Did you have a question or no? No, Ray asked my question, I'm good. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, everybody. Thank you so much, Cam. Nope, Ray asked my question. That's <laughs> this is what we deal with on the on the Zoom calls. Yeah, like, I'm glad I'm not involved in that. I gotta be honest. Like you don't know when you're gonna come when your turn is gonna come up. Oh yeah, you've explained that before. I don't know if you explained so it to you audience, you know you right. could be first. Mm -hmm. You were second be, today, right? Yeah, with that one. Or with that one, you could be eighth. You could be tenth. And so you 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 kind of got to have four or five things. That, okay, I want to ask him about this. If, Someone, someone just asked that, and right. then all of a sudden you get down there, and you're down at the end of this thing, and and you're you know you're you're checking off the questions as they're going. Like, oh boy, <laughs> I got nothing left here. Do you ever pass? You no. know, like no, you, I always you, ask something because something. you don't. I mean, you, you only get one or two questions on these kind of things as it is, and this is the only availabilities that you have. So I mean, you spend I'll, so much time pulling one player to the side yeah. and having to talk with them yeah. just one on one, and that's vanished. That's vanished, but. Yeah. We're getting closer, as as, uh, as Cam uh, said there. No, uh, yeah, you know a lot of uh, a lot of the Steeler players at the OTAs. I, it's above uh, two thirds uh, have been mm -hmm. there. Um, a lot of the more veteran players are not there. They really don't need to be. They really don't need yeah, to be. And that's, yeah, that's and the I, they point. wouldn't be getting a lot of reps anyways. Right, you yeah, right. you wouldn't want them to because you want right. to get you want to get you know if you're Mike Tomlin and his coaching staff, you want to get as good a look. As some of these younger guys as you can, mm -hmm. even it, the non-drafted, even right. the bottom of the roster guys, because all that you want to see right. if there's a boy he stands yeah. out, right? Absolutely. I mean, you know what the uh, the Castro is going to do. You know, I mean, yeah. he doesn't Joe need to Hayden learn anything, to, you know, right? I mean, there's a slight anything. chance they could you know get hurt as well. I mean, but you just want to develop the youngsters. So people look at that sometimes as why aren't the veterans there? They should show better leadership. They really won't do anything. They just stand there. And yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's not. Well, really and, that. and to Cam's point, you heard him say this that, you know, he and Ben Roethlisberger have been there both days mm -hmm. um, thus far. And they're, as you're, you know, your offensive and defensive captains, they're trying to learn these guys. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, yeah. and get around these guys and kind of get a, a good idea of. And that's certainly commendable. Are. And not every team has those, has their leaders there right now. You know, I mean, they don't have to be there. I guess Ben had a bunch of rookies over his house for for a dinner or something like yeah. that too. Um, Cam's obviously the the perfect guy to be the team rep too. I mean, he's been great with you guys all along. You can tell he's great with his teammates. He's great on the field, you know. So makes a perfect sense. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's all part of this. And and as as we know, um, there there were a lot of veteran guys. Mike Tomlin said this uh, during the draft. He was asked about. The OTA sessions. This is phase three of them. There were two phases mm -hmm. before this, and the Steelers have had a lot of guys in and out of the building in those first two sessions. 
Well, now you've added all the young guys to this. Right, a whole new crop have added in, right? Yeah, so all the all the veteran guys could have already been in here and learned, you know, okay, here's what the new offense is going to look like. Mm-hmm, go, mm-hmm. Take this with you, go work on it wherever you're going to work on it. We're bringing all these new guys, you know, they have 90 guys on the roster. Right. I mean, it's kind of weird how it's set up like that, that, that you know, really – Two-thirds of the team goes to the first two-thirds of minicamp, and then the whole new flood, even with just a minicamp under their belt, they not only meet their new teammates, the veterans, but then they're done. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of an odd setup. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what's going on right now. It's it, it's a lot of learning. It's a lot of teaching, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of uh, questions and, and those kind of things that are going on right now. Uh, some of the younger veterans are there. Uh, obviously, yeah, right, right, right. Uh, but a lot of the older guys are not because, as you said, they don't need to be there they don't for these kind of sessions. You're not, you're not teaching old dogs new tricks in in regard to okay, here's here's how we have this outside leverage. Here's how we play. Right. It. We've already gone over inside that hands when you're blogging or whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean th- these guys have been coached. Um, I do think there is some some value. I mentioned this before, just across the league. So many players signed one-year deals yeah. that, you know, put your best step forward for your new team or, you know, market yourself as best as possible, even if you're not getting a ton out of them. I think the young guys get a lot out of it, though. Yeah, oh, there's no doubt. Yeah. And, and that's why, um, you know, that's why they have these things is for the young guys, mm-hmm. for the younger players, because... Or if you're making a position switch. Yeah. Or, you know, right. I mean, this is, you know, you know, maybe, yeah, you were in camp last year with the Titans. Mm-hmm. Well... They're going to do things differently. Very differently. Yeah, it's not like baseball where you play right field and yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Or I'm the yeah. you know I'm the I'm the center on the team, and so I you know they yeah the play is a little bit different, but I can pick that up pretty quickly, and right. I know what I'm supposed to do, and I rebound and score and do that stuff. No, you're no right. You're asked to do some completely different things. I mean, if you're a right guard, outside zone's not outside zone in every city, you know, every right. city exactly the same well, way just, you do it Just look too, at the three, or, you know. four defenses around the league. Mm-hmm. They don't all run them the same way. No, not at all. I mean, it's kind of gone the way the dinosaur to do the old school two-gapping, you know, just eat up as many blocks as you can. Because nobody runs three. the ball anymore. Because nobody runs the ball. <laughs> and, you know, you're, you're looking for penetrators everywhere. And plus the league is just getting flooded with awesome defensive linemen, so why not use them? But still, they all run those things a lot differently. I heard a, an interview with Curtis Marsh. I wanted to, I forget what podcast I was listening to, and he was just blown away of how well the Steelers use their big guys to set up their edge guys, you know, in terms of slants right. and stunts. And, and that goes back to LeBeau, and, you know, not every team does it that well. He's yeah. like, boy, they set you up for success here. Yeah, that's why I'm not super concerned about that position necessarily. I've mm-hmm. seen, you know, a lot of uh, fans say, well, they need better outside linebacker depth. I've seen them win with, you know, Anthony Ciccolo. I've mm-hmm. seen them win with just guys at right. the outside linebacker position as long as as long as your defensive linemen is are, are they're doing, doing their, their job they're they doing your job your linebackers well. are going to be successful i'm not at all discrediting the great accomplishments of lloyd and green and gildan and watt and you know we've seen tons and tons of bud but you're right i mean scheme helps that position more than if you would say lose cam hayward you know <laughs> I mean, right yeah. i would rather hayward and Tewart are at least as important as to watt and certainly as depth to me than the other, you know, the way around. Yeah, but uh, the Steelers uh, just completed their second of ten OTAs today. Okay. Um, so they'll Are have they ten days in a row, or is there some no? You get there? you yeah. get ten over three week periods. So okay. they'll do three this week, three next week because of the holiday, mm-hmm. and then four the final week before then the, the the week after that 
is their mandatory mini camp. Gotcha. And plus, people will go home, and you know they're not going to spend all three weeks here if they're not. If this isn't their hometown, right? You know, right? Exactly. And that matters too. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So, but that's cool. going to do it yeah. for this segment. So we actually have football to talk about a little Absolutely. bit. You know, right? <laughs> yeah, we get some work uh, coming up here in, in future segments, uh, yep. but uh, that's going to do it for this one. So for my partner Matt Williamson. For Jacob Recht uh, uh, here on site, keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lolly. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.